guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Cough Kiss Chatter is back, back, back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eminem, for the remake. Uh, Not as good horrible. as the original, but it'll do. I know. What the hell is going on? I don't know. You know, life, adulting. How you been? Shit. Uh, good. Uh, good. What is the shit for? Shit, good, yes, love, okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. yeah, boy. Yeah, um, so yeah, just, um, busy with, I don't even know what at this point. It's just all been a blur. A blur. I like it. We'll make it a Monday. A very long Monday. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. The whole week? Just a very long when Monday? When was the last time we podcasted? Uh, Has it been two weeks or three? Yes. Okay. So. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> so last week I was at a work trip. It was very fun. It's interesting to see how you, like, I'm sure you remember doing PQSs when you were in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was part of the review board where you go in and you, like, take things out that are no longer relevant, add things that are relevant. But I did it for a aspect of my career that I have never done before. Oh, fun. And we were in a room with a bunch of A-type personalities. And it got to the point where my friend Lorena was like, I'm about to tell them or ask them if they would like a closet and a container of Crisco so they could stroke each other's egos and dicks and I was like Lorena you cannot say that in this review like (laughs) I mean like yeah you probably she probably could have but it wouldn't have looked good yeah don't like don't recommend um other than that just same old work stuff it's I just want to be like a me just me just let me do my own thing some days I don't want a team. Like, I just, I don't need it. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. It just makes things difficult. Yeah, I can see that. That's why I work at home. Yeah, I, I don't need... play well with others. Yeah, yeah. See, like, and you know yeah. that whole rank thing, then they give you people to, like, cats it, and I just, I don't have the patience for it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, All right. Other than that, I got my nails done. So pretty. And I got a tattoo. Oh, I got to see it. Oh, so I had oh, my so cool. my mom draw this one, and I had my dad draw this one. That's awesome. And I found like the idea on an Instagram reel. She like this chick had her grandparents draw like a little daisy and then she got them all tattooed on her. And I was like, I'm going to do that for my parents. But I got, you know, a different idea. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. I got that done on Friday before I came back. Awesome. Yeah. So I got I'm that. I'm all for tattoos. You know that. Yeah. That's a, that's cool. That's so, way cool. They're forever there on my arm. Forever. Forever. Ever, ever. My mom, mom was like, why didn't you tell me it was for a tattoo? I would have drawn it better. I was like, no, you would have tried too hard and it wouldn't have been just like you drawing it. Yeah. 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 So. I like that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. How about you? How have you been? How are things? How how has life been in the last two or and or three weeks since we podcasted? Um, I, I I drank since then, so mm-hmm. I can't go that far back. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, I'm going to say good. 
Uh, my house is a disaster because I haven't done any housework in the Excellent. last week. Um, lots of overtime. Oh, nice. Uh, friend of the family is still on a vent. So, uh, they, uh, actually just recently found a blood clot in his lung oh. and they were able to go in and get a bunch of it out. Uh, so he's still, he still had a few smaller ones in there that they couldn't do, yeah. but he wasn't supposed to survive through that procedure and he did. So that's awesome. good. Yeah. Uh, we went to the pool. Nice. Got some sun yesterday. Nice. We had some professional hugging. Yes. Um, no broken legs or anything, unfortunately. That is sad. Because the stories are always so epic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm boring. <laughs> we, are I know. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> we are so boring. Oh, I did get another set of tables on my game. Oh, nice. So on ESO. To, yeah, I'm yeah. up to five tables now. I only have 60 more to go. <laughs> What are these but, for? Uh, crafting tables for the different sets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Craft. So you can uh, get a tunable tables to put in your own little house. And so, and I have got my Halloween house is looking pretty awesome. Now, do you still have the same one from last time and you just add to it or does it reset? Uh, I mean, I could have left it all in the same one, but I took everything down and bought a new house and decided that it was better for a Halloween house. Okay. That's fair. So I'm setting it all back up. And now are you, you're playing on your Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. You said FPC. Uh, no, just, uh, if I, they, they have a controller that you can like connect to your PC and play with the controller, but the keyboard is just yeah real dodgy. So if I got the controller, I might, but it was really hard because I like you're so used you to have yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. And you start yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I have so much on the Xbox. You would think by now they would figure out a way to cross platform that shit. Yeah, but they want their money. I understand that you can still pay the money like fuck. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind paying if you could bring your Xbox to PC and vice versa, yeah. you know. Like, I'll pay them both. Just let mm-hmm. me dual platform them. But, oh, well. I clearly don't work for them, so that'll never happen. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yep. That's all I got. Wow, we are fucking boring as fuck. Well, we're, our guild is on Mythic now. Mythic Raid. Oh? And so they have this new roster thing. It was pretty cool filling it all out, but they want me to DPS and I am so bad at it. (laughs) I am so bad at it. Like I don't even have a healing spot in there at all. So I guess I'm going to have to get good at DPS. So I've been like, Damien's been helping me a little bit. And then um, I've been fixing my tune just to try and be better, but. It's hard. Why don't they want you to heal? Because they've already got a druid healer and two shaman healers and a priest and a paladin. And they want my character for the buff. 
like uh, DPS druids give the group a buff. Okay. I'm being used, Sabrina. I, I mean, I, I hear this. <laughs> I hear this. But I'm being used. can't you have like two different setups so you don't have to completely yes, I can, lose but, your... Oh, that's so much gear and just... Ugh. And then I have to swap covenants every time I want to heal or DPS and swap all my soul binds. And it's just, nobody wants that. You can't just set up to where it'll automatically swap. Mm -mm. Like you have two complete different loadouts. Like my gear, yes. But like my talents and my soul binds and my covenant, like once you reset it, it just defaults it. Default. Oh, so I damn. have to go back in and like set that all back up. But. See, ESO has the armory, which you can you can actually buy armory slots, but you can have completely different loadouts where it'll save all your skill points and your yeah, buffs be... and all of that. So you don't have to go back in and like respect for yeah. lack of a better word. Man, that that would suck though if you had to switch and like respec every time. Like it, it'll keep what you had the last time, but you know, sometimes you have to swap out your talents, but in the soul binds, like depending on which one you pick, it'll keep like what you've put in the slots, Mm -hmm. but it won't keep like which soul bind you were using last and what configuration of it. Yeah. So it's just a little bit of finagling, but short of screenshots, I, sometimes I can't remember what it was supposed to be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Oh. Um. Other than that, I think I've added like ten more plants since our last talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. My hu- my husband loves it. I bet. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> like tomato <throat> plants are getting in their big buckets now. So. Oh, oh we, yeah, because uh, you grew them from little tiny seeds. From the seeds. Aww. So. And I don't know how the. The grape plants are supposed to look, but they're not looking like they're doing anything. What do you mean? They're just kind of there. They have tiny grape tomatoes? No, the grape plants that I bought. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't think they're fast growers, Sam. No, mm-hmm. no, but I thought I'd see a little green. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm sad that I don't see any green. Where did you plant like, them at? Like a little, little. Well, it says that they need a lot of sun, so they're on the back porch. Oh, you just like left them in the planters. Air. No, I put them, I, I planted them in oh, okay. a five-gallon bucket. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They have lots of room. What are they fussing about? Yeah. So, but I'm telling you, those tomato plants are thriving in that bucket, man. Ooh. Yeah. They're probably happy they're, as fuck. Yeah, they're, they're thriving. So we've got, uh, we had planted two of them yeah and uh we were wait kind of given the the other three because uh, we have five all together so we're giving the other three a little bit more time to grow up a little bit yeah. and so i think we're gonna uh replant the three today and we're probably gonna also replant the jalapenos and the onions like in their buckets in their buckets yeah. and i got this little long thing and uh, more catnip, and they're sprouting. We got little baby sprouts of catnip. I'm so excited. Wait, what happened to the original one? Did you already give it to Leo? Or not no, Leo? Uh, I, I put them in the, the long thing. Really? So I've got one on either side, and I bought more seeds and put them in the middle so it would oh, fill out. I got you. So. Aw. Oh, I'm going to be so happy. I'm so sad. 
Rue has no idea. No. So I guess he can't smell them yet because he he hasn't been on the counter trying to get into the catnip. So either that or like he hasn't he's not aware of its existence yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't either. <laughs> That's exciting. It is. I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Yeah, the great Yay. the great plants. I don't I don't know. I don't think they grow very fast. Like I think maybe more in the fall, like summer fall. Yeah, I know uh, when I was reading the directions or something, it said it would be like two years before they could produce any kind of fruit or anything. And I was like, well, that's fine. So, but I thought for sure I'd see a leaf or something. Clearly not. Clearly not. Sloth. You call them sloths. Sloths of the plant world. Yeah. I had to rescue our vegetables yesterday because the wind was so intense. It was blowing the dirt away from the roots. Oh, no. Like, my husband tried to murder my bok choy and lettuce. (laughs) How dare him. Yeah. But now they're in here behind me. Okay. They're safe. Hi, buddies. Oh, yeah. Try to murder him. Murderer. Murderer of the greens. Yeah. Speaking of murders. Is that what your topic is about? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Did you look it up like yesterday or an hour nope. before? Like five minutes ago. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, I lied. I lied. 15 minutes ago. We've been talking for about 15 minutes. So. Yeah, because my computer did an update and it did it in Apple time. So you never know how long that'll be. I didn't know Apple's had time. Well, Apple Mac Mac products do. Oh, it'll be like approximately 10 minutes and that could mean like two hours or it could actually mean four minutes. You never know. Oh, yes. Well, oh, I forgot. Also, we got new phones. Oh, nice. Yep. We yep. went with the Pixel 6. Do you like it? It's you, really smart. What did you have before? Pixel 3. Okay, so you went three generations ahead. Yeah. It has the eraser on the pictures. So you can erase people in the background or things. I need that. It's pretty convenient. (laughs) So I can erase all the shit in my house when I take a picture (laughs) of the dog. (laughs) So people think that I actually, you know, sweep my floors and it's pretty cool. I miss my fingerprint being on the back, though, because it was just really convenient, and now it's on the front uh, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know uh, I have a lot of my uh, authenticators, you know, like my yep. work authenticator mm-hmm. and oh, things like all that. Oh, that's why you were logging into things. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So... I got the email that we had a security alert, and I was like, the fuck do we have a security alert? And then I w- was reading it. I was like, oh, well, that would be me. So yeah. I was like, oh, I should probably message you so you're not, like, freaking out. Somebody's trying to hack our shit. No. It's just me. Just It's just me. All right. Well, Miss uh, 15-Minute Murder Story. Uh, it's actually a doozy. Are you, I don't know if you're ready for this. How is it a doozy? It's, uh, it's rough. So listen, 
I was actually going to do a topic on moonshine and get everybody a felony and get them all excited about making moonshine and Mm -hmm. how to make it. And uh, then Mr. Louis Gravitio came up somehow. And (laughs) I decided, why not? Why not? So no moonshine for you guys. No moonshine for y'all. We'll save that for another day. Yep. So, Mr. Lewis is also known as the Beast, okay? Okay. And he is a Colombian serial killer. That already sounds terrifying. a sadist, a rapist, a child molester, and a necrophilia. (laughs) Man, this guy, he just hit all the wickeds. I mean, he's he's got it all. Mm -hmm. He has got it all. Uh, now, uh, full disclosure, I just skimmed over this, so a lot of this we are going to be learning for the first time together. So, <laughs> hey, I like your uh, coffee cup. Thanks. My sister got it for me for Christmas. That's adorable. Best aunt ever. We are the best aunts ever. Well, I guess technically my nephew got it for me for Christmas. Well, yeah. 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 Anyways, sorry. I was, that was Squirrel. the uh, uncomfortable uh Sidetrack. Okay. So <laughs> in October of 99, he confessed to committing uh, the rape, torture, mutilation, and murder of 147 minors. Oh, no. He's a freaking creep. He's a what? 147 minors. They were predominantly young men and boys in the Western Columbia region. That leads me to believe he got around. Beginning a series of torture rapes on minors aged 6 to 16 in the autumn of 1980, Lewis was uh, estimated to have raped and tortured a minimum of 200 minors before committing before committing the rape, torture, mutilation, and murder of an additional 189 minors in Colombia from October 4th, 92 to April 21st, 99, and a further four murders in Ecuador during the summer of 98. What? I was all over the place. Okay. That's a lot of murder. Minimum of 200 in the autumn, and then an additional 189, and then a further four. But he he only confessed to 147 of them? Uh, yeah. What? That's still a lot. Yeah, but... What? He was like almost in the 400s, if not over the 400s. And he only that confessed to a fraction of them. That's insane. Oh, and they're that all kids, so and that's so sad. Okay, anyway, continue. Okay. He was uh, apprehended on April 22nd for the attempted rape of 12-year-old John... Ooh, Cena. Nailed it. Yep, nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Lewis was held under suspicion for several months until 
until he confessed on October 28th of 99. All right. The judicial body ruled that Lewis' sentences totaled 1,853 years and nine days in jail between his Colombian and yep, what am I thinking of? Ecuador victims. Lewis is confirmed to have murdered at least 193 minors in total. Uh, if his 2003 confession is to be believed, his murder to be believed. His murder of 23 minors and five adults would raise his murder count to 221 victims. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I did skim through his childhood. He did not have a very good childhood. His father was physically and verbally abusive. His mother was abusive as well. Um, He did take it out on his uh, siblings. He was the oldest of three brothers and three sisters. So they, uh, they, uh, they got a lot of, essentially what it came down to is what his dad was doing to him. He was doing to his brothers and sisters. Okay. So it's, uh, it's, Sorry, I'm trying to skim down to the actual murders so we so can like, see what's going on. Out of a family of seven, like there's seven of them, mm-hmm. he's the only one that turned out to be like the psycho murder. Uh, that we know of. And does that mean that his father was doing dirty things to him? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah, he actually ended up. Um, I've read, I can't, I'm trying to find where I read it. He actually ended up in a, a, a psychiatric hospital uh, saying that he was depressed. He was going to commit suicide. Uh, and at some point he claims he was playing with a Ouija board and the devil came to him and asked him if he would serve the devil. And he said, yes. And the devil told him to kill. And so that's when he started to actually try to kill people. He was also a raging alcoholic as an adult, Lewis was. And so that's kind of where we're going to pick up. We're going to just kind of skip over, like, you know, all the details. But I will post it on the website if you want to read more about his childhood and early adult years. But we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. The murders. <sighs> the murders. So uh, Lewis began to feel apathy with his crimes. On October 4th, 92, he spotted a 13-year-old boy, Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos, really. Not at the table, Carlos. Not at the table. Anyways, <laughs> walking near a bar he had been drinking at. Uh, according to Lewis, the reflection of the moonlight had invoked a strange force within him. Oh, no. Reminding him of his childhood and compelled him to murder upon entering a state of rage. He began to follow the child, uh, buying synthetic rope and a butcher knife on the way before offering him work for 500 to 1,000 pesos. Uh, the boy left the crowded area with Lewis to a remote area near the local railroad, where he was later found with his front teeth knocked out. <gasps> oh, 
Several cuts to his rectum and throat and his genitals were severed. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I don't want to go. <laughs> All right. Lewis began sobbing uh, as he woke up the next day and noted this, the bloodstains of Carlos on his clothes. I mean, oh, poor Carlos. Okay. On October 10th, 92, Lewis uh, made a trip to Torillo to see his sister, uh, Esther. Attempting to control his urges by drinking brandy, he began breaking containers in a state of rage after seeing a child pass by. Okay. Okay. Lewis then murdered 12-year-old Alexander on the way to his sister's residence in Tolua. He then began to compulsively murder youth, predominantly male and poverty-stricken, and collected their amputated toes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking toes. Like, was he just taking one per murder victim? Or was he taking I all mean, ten toes? Clearly, or? that would make sense. Because look at all of the people he murdered. He would have nowhere to store that many toes. Why toes? Why are we even talking... <laughs> this is what you get for not reading ahead of time <laughs> oh my god okay toes. why not fingers <laughs> that is a lot of fucking toes i am really disturbed right now i'm so sorry okay he's got him in a jar in his basement i can't oh. <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't, I can't. he's got him in a jar it's fine oh. it'll all wash out It'd be Tops. like old boy using that foot, that severed foot for shoe modeling. Oh, God. What? What? Why do I find the people that cut body, like, strange body parts off? Okay. Well, the toes aren't that strange. It's just, you know. Little baby toes. An odd thing to collect, but hey, <laughs> something for everyone. <laughs> like, did he put them in his pocket when he got, I don't know. Make a necklace, a toe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in 93 we're just gonna move on because i'm really upset about this toe thing okay <laughs> in 93 i'm afraid i am afraid to go on but what else okay in 93 lewis also began cutting into his victims i'm done I'm done cutting into his victim's belly luring eight youths aged 9 to 11 from a local school to a nearby wooded lot in La Victoria District. For fear of being traced by bloodhounds, Lewis then discarded their amputated toe. Oh, he didn't even keep the toes. So he was carrying the toes around all this time? And he thought he was going to be... Traced by bloodhounds because he was carrying toes around. Makes sense. <sighs> he then discarded their amputated toes before murdering uh, Henry, Marco, Juan, Jamie, and three more unidentified children in Southeast Bogota. He then murdered an additional two children 
uh, in the neighborhood all before departing for Tulua. Jesus, this man went on a murder spree. <sighs> like, why? Like, you went to visit your sister. Like, did your sister question where the fuck you were at all times? So all that was right before he went to go. Oh, fuck. Okay. Then when he got to Tulua, he murdered more children, ending his spree in 93 with the death of 13-year-old Marcio. Wow. So he just, like, went on a killing rampage, I guess, before seeing his sister? (sighs) Well, at least we got rid of the toes. In early 94, Lewis would lure Bogota youth, estimated to be about 12 years old, who had fallen asleep on the bus. After providing him with brandy, Lewis proceeded to strip and bind the boy to a secluded ravine spot in a dazed state before noticing a foul odor. He then let the child go after discovering the source of the odor was the mass grave. (sighs) Immediately, the child seized the knife, severing... Uh, Lewis's tenant in his left hand with the weapon before being overpowered and murdered by Lewis. On February 4th, 94, Lewis would lure 13 year old Jamie from the plaza to a sugarcane field shortly after being expelled from the bar the night, expelled from the bar that night for complaining of their food. Uh, noting a crucifix in the area, he entered a brief psychosis, which he then buried his knife, prayed for forgiveness, then retrieved the knife and returned to his hotel room to chant scripture from Psalm 57 for several hours until dawn. Wait, was this man not like working for the devil though? So why is he chanting scripture? Maybe, maybe he realized what he was doing was wrong. Clearly didn't stop him. Clearly not, because on January 12th of 97, uh, Lewis murdered an eight-year-old boy before murdering an additional two minors during this period. So, clearly, did not mean. No. Nope. He, well, I mean, okay. Let's go to... Electric Avenue. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so here's the investigation. Beginning in October of 92, minors between the ages 6 through 16 began disappearing rapidly from the streets of Colombia. Due to the decade-long civil war, many children in Colombia were impoverished and unlikely to be reported missing. Several women began reporting their children missing, and a group of children discovered discovered a skeleton Uh, while they were playing soccer on November 7th. Yet authorities did not take much notice until November 15th when the mass grave of as many as 36 children were uncovered. Almost all of them were boys, with signs of binding, sexual assault, and prolonged torture. They discovered a total of 41 children in the department of... uh Uh-huh. Resglada? Nailed it. it. Uh, With 27 children discovered in the neighboring town. This large number of missing children called for a widespread investigation as these killings were not confined to a specific area. The brutality was so fierce that authorities 
had initially hypothesized that the killings were performed by a satanic cult or an international child trafficking ring. In spite of this, the prosecution's office office quickly speculated that it was likely to be one man responsible for the killings due to the nylon cord and the liquor bottle caps found at all of the crime scenes. On February 6 of 99, outside the town of Plamira, the body of two naked children were found lying next to each other on a hill near Sugarcane Field. The next day, only meters away, they had discovered another child's body. All three bodies had their hands bound and bore signs of sexual abuse. The victims' necks were severely cut and bruised. Bruises were on their backs, genitals, and legs and buttocks. Uh, The murder weapon was found in the same area as the bodies. Lewis had passed out partially naked on top of a child's corpse while drunk with a cigarette in his left hand, causing the cane field to catch fire. He burned himself severely. That's karma in the process and left behind his money, burnt, uh, burnt glasses, short shoes and underwear. So he's running around naked around half naked. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Receipts and a note containing uh, Lewis's address were also found. From his glasses, the authorities were able to determine that the local serial killer was middle-aged and had astigmatism in his left eye. His shoes also shown that he walked with a limp and stood five feet four to five feet six inches tall. So, wow. How the fuck do you determine that? (laughs) From somebody's shoes. <laughs> what? Okay. Especially in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they falsely arrested a local sex offender named Pedro, uh, who was 44 and had a limp in his uh, right foot. As two boys disappeared, a young boy had outed Lewis as the man who attempted to assault him. Ooh, excuse me. He was uh, kept in jail until more children began to disappear in Bogota. Meanwhile, uh, let's see. Aldem- okay. Meanwhile, I don't know how. Aldemar Duran. We're going to call him Duran. Uh, the main detective had began to suspect Lewis as their wanted killer. Uh, Lewis had a girlfriend. What? Okay. <sighs> Lewis's girlfriend was contacted. She told police that she had not seen him in months. Okay, so they weren't really together. Uh, She did, however, give to the police a black cloth suitcase that Lewis had left in her position, which contained a number of his belongings. Including Uh, toes. I'm really (laughs) worried that that's going to be the next thing that they're going to tell us. There were fucking toes in this briefcase thing. Um, the property contained belonging. Uh, these items included pictures of young boys, detailed journals of his murder, tally marks of his victims and bills. This new information led to Lewis's residence, uh, but the property was vacant. Detectives believe that Lewis was either traveling for work or, uh, a way attempting to find his next victim. Garcia was released after Durham was able to track down the girlfriend and the sister of Lewis. Oh my goodness. That's how, like, bro, you left all your evidence around murder journal, 
receipts, clothes. That's insane. All right, so here we go. We're going to do the, the arrest now. So Lewis was picked up by local police just a few days later on an unrelated charge of attempted rape against a 12-year-old, John. Stop raping these people, Lewis. Uh, April 22nd, 99, Lewis was drinking brandy in the evening when he encountered Sabagal selling lottery tickets in the city, uh, introducing himself as, why do these names have to be so difficult? Bonifiso? Nailed it. Mm-hmm. A local politician. Uh, Lewis proceeded, proceeded to seize the child with a knife before threatening the child. Uh, into silence pretending to hug this boy uh lewis escorted him into a taxi before forcing him to climb a bob wire fence that led to a secluded hillside at this location lewis proceeded to bind the boy while repeatedly screaming am i a sadist yes yes clearly Mm -hmm. he then taunted the child with the knife shouting various obscenities as he masturbated over him a homeless 16 year old had been close enough to hear the struggle between Lewis and the child. The teen began to curse and throw stones at Lewis. Lewis stabbed the teenager with a dagger. Both the boy and the teen fled to Rosa Blanca farmhouse located uh, just down the road where they met a 12 year old girl Lewis later reached the farmhouse, aggressively asking the girl for directions. She directed Lewis into the woods where he became lost. The police were contacted. Smart girl. Uh, uh, Police were contacted, resulting in a search. Authorities found Lewis walking out of the woods approximately 7 p.m. as they urged angrily locals not to get involved in the search. He gave them a false ID and claimed to be a politician. Uh, They suspected the man to be Lewis. Anyways, on July 4th, 99, their their suspicion was confirmed. For Columbia's Justice Department, uh, Lewis's confession was not enough. Lewis had an eye condition that was rare and only found in men in a particular age group. Okay. So... How did that? Oh, it helped identify him. Okay. Let's see. While uh, Lewis was out of his cell, detectives took DNA samples from his pillow and his living area. Uh, The DNA found on the victims was a match to the DNA in Lewis's cell. Okay. Uh, And Lewis confessed to murdering about 140 children and was charged with killing 172 altogether throughout Columbia. He was found guilty on 138 of the 172 accounts. The others are still ongoing. Uh, Lewis was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison, the longest sentence in Colombian history. However, Colombian law limits imprisonment to 40 years. (sighs) What (laughs) the fuck? (sighs) What? So out of a eighteen hundred year sentence, you only have to serve forty years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. They also reduced his sentence again 
because Lewis helped police find victims' bodies. So they reduced his sentence to 22 years. <gasps> what? How long ago was this? 90-something? <gasps> He's free. Nope, not yet. Uh, uh, Lewis is currently serving in a maximum security prison. Uh, he is held separately from all other prisoners because... It is feared that he would be killed immediately. Yeah. You should just let just nature let take its yep. course. Yep. Uh, he will be eligible for parole in, next year, 2023, when he has served three quarters of his sentence. So. The justice so, system is fucked. Like, honestly, let's just. What? How is that fair? How how did he do that? Maybe he'll go to like an insane asylum afterwards. Or like a mental hospital. Not just free to free to be free. How old is he? Uh, He was born in... Maybe they're hoping he'll be too old for his degree. He was born in 57. So he's what? 70s maybe then? No, almost 70. Ugh. No, he'd be in his like, like, that is insane. You said 57? Yeah. That's a calculator. Calculator. Boop-a-doo. Minus. He's only 65. Oh, I mean, we were close. Uh, so, um, many of the Colombians criticize the possibility of Lewis's early release. In recent years, Colombians have increasingly felt that Lewis's sentence was not sufficient punishment for his crimes. So they have argued, uh, some have argued he deserves either life in prison or the death penalty, neither of which actually exist in Colombia. Colombian law has no provision or method to impose a sentence longer than what Lewis has received. So. No, yeah, because he received a 1,000 something ridiculous years. Yeah. Which was then done down to 40, which was then. Cut back even more to 40 to 22. Yeah. Um, Just leave him at 40. Yeah. Yeah, like, nobody he... can actually serve a thousand years, but... I mean, reincarnation, sister. <laughs> Go back <laughs> good, and read it. Good luck pinning that to that guy. <laughs> right? Holy crap. So that's my story. That, yeah, okay. Well, um... Toe fetish. I'm, like, highly upset about the toes. I'm... A fucking pervert, man, though. Like, fucking hell. And he killed so many kids. And only had to serve... Twenty-two years. He could get out next year. That is terrifying. Yeah, he'll be 66. That's terrifying. Yeah, his dick might still work. Ugh. Then what do they do? Like, he he's going to go back to what he's been doing. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Guess we'll read about that on the next podcast episode. I really need to bet these a little better. <laughs> Maybe give yourself a little bit more time. Maybe just a little. I was not prepared for the toes. Yeah. 
or the kids. Like you need to just or how many your article and just like control F toes toe. Nope, nothing with toes, feet, or anything. Mm. Oh, nice mug. I like it. Thank yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's okay. the friends don't stab friends. <laughs> Maybe they don't, you know, cut off toes either. Keep friends don't keep friends' toes in pocket. Yeah, okay. That was Lewis. Do you think he like flicked them or do you think he just like scooped them out of his pocket? <laughs> and <threw them> all? <laughs> oh, I can't. Like, how many toes did he have on him? I don't know. Do you think he fumbled around to see if he forgot any? Like, were they wrapped up in the pocket lint? I don't like. There are questions. That there are answers. questions. Like, did he have money stuck between the toes? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so God. many kids though, and they were all so young. Yep. People are fucked. I can't believe like how long he got away with it though. A long time. No, oh. it's insane. It's insane. Um, yes. So for my story, I tried so hard to find hauntings or ghosty things, and I cannot find any ghosty stories. I even looked to see if I could find ghost adventures or ghost hunters on this place. You know they exist. Like, let's just go with that. You know there are ghosties. Um. And you can, it like, all I could think about because they, like, there are rumors that most of the activity of these ghosties occur in the graveyards. Mm -hmm. And all I could think of was The Sims. So. Poor Sims. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Full ghosties running around. Just little ghost shorts running around. So, um, I stuck with it anyway because it, it's pretty interesting. And the fact that it's still, like, a portion of it still stands today, and it's being used as res- residential living. <gasps> cool. I don't know if you're going to live here, but, okay. So, we're going to Massachusetts. Love it. Nailed it. Yep. And we're going to, I'm going to, we are not talking about anything. I will be talking about Danvers State Hospital. Ooh. Also known as Danvers State Lunatic Asylum, or just Danvers Lunatic Asylum, or... As it started to be called, the Hell House on the Hill. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. That's a lot of names for one building. It is. It's also known as the Castle on the Hill at one point in its history. So it's been called many things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. A building of many names. A building of many names. Okay. So, uh, and you know, it was a insane asylum. So you know that place is haunted. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I cannot find anything about it oh. haunted. I know, right? Okay, That's so. strange. Okay. Danvers Lunatic Asylum. It was constructed, like the start of the construction, 1874. Completed and officially opened in seventeen or 1878. Okay. Uh, of course, this was during the boom of mental hospital creation. So it was one of many created during its time. Um, it was on a piece of property that was over 500 acres. Oh, damn. And was designed to be self-sustaining. So they had a farm and a garden, a bunch of little outbuildings. They had a little pond to provide water to the area and the facility. So self-sustaining. 
Nice. Okay. At the time of its creation, it cost $1.5 million. Damn. That's a lot of monies. Mm -hmm. Um, It totaled 313,000 square feet, and it was 1,100 feet in length. Wow. And on the websites that I found, I use a lot of them, so. But a couple of them have, like, the floor plan of the actual asylum. Oh, cool. Or, like, the, the layout of the land and stuff. It's pretty cool. So, one of the reasons this location is believed to be haunted and cursed is because this is the exact location where the Salem Witch Trials occurred. <gasps> and where John Hawthorne lived during the time of the Witch Trials. <gasps> so, I started looking wow. into it before we started this, and it was actually, like, one of the major places where they were, like, doing the crazy trials and hangings and stuff. Wow. Okay. So it like I think it was fucking doomed from the get go. Yeah. Uh so the design of the building, so the main building in the center was admin offices and then off either side of the main building were four wings. Okay. So huge. Mhm. And then throughout those like you know you had your male side and your female side they kept mm-hmm. those separated and then like the crazier you were or the harder you were to control you got put at the end of the building so oh, wow. of course i'm sure you were forgotten about which yeah that did occur so once it was opened and established throughout its time that it was active they added 40 additional buildings and structures um and then inside the asylum itself it had various tunnels so two things said that it was to help during the winter to like help get light and circulation in. And okay. the other was a way for them to transport deceased patients without freaking out the other patients. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to say both. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I was like. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure it was used for both. Multi-purpose like tunnels um so the original design was only meant to house 500 patients and then they had a little bit extra space for 100 more so it was only ever meant to house 600 patients at most um and of course over time it quickly became overcrowded and they had over 2,000 patients in holy shit um not only did it include the mentally unstable but it included crazy criminals handicapped personnel, alcoholics, and just felons. So it became like this jail cell slash asylum slash tuberculosis center slash whatever the fuck else they could cram in this fucking thing. Okay. Um, It got to the point where it was so overcrowded that people were just being held in the basement of the building. Jeez. So like they were just putting people down there. Um, As the overcrowding began, so did the inhumane treatments. Um, they started using shock therapy, straitjackets, and lobotomies. Jeez. Um, a lot of people call Danver the birthplace of prefrontal lobotomies. So it's got that fucking wow on its title. And there are some pictures on one of the other websites that I... Oh, no, it was a YouTube video. It's just these bodies. Like, these human bodies are just in, like, this paralysis and their mouths are open they all look the same mouths open and then like they got the stick in their little eyeball thing like oh <laughs> why did they everything lobotomies were smart i don't like what the fuck know. people okay so yeah. a lot of times if a patient got unruly or like started acting out the 
staff, which was probably very undermanned, would just throw these patients into straitjackets and let them wander the hallways or whatever. So now you've just got a bunch of patients in straitjackets just fucking wandering around. Um, it was reported that a lot of the patients would walk through hallways naked. They lived in their own filth. They didn't have access to basic hygiene stuff. So, of course, people weren't being cured and their symptoms got worse. And the people that were mentally unstable, like, just started dying due to neglect. Ugh. Um, again, the shock therapy and straight jackets became the norm. And the reason behind that was these doctors or whatever, psychologists, believe that electricity could alter their brain. Or they would scare them into submission. So they would just use it to like make patients behave. Wow. Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> wow. If you don't behave, I'm going to shock the shit out of you. Yeah. So yeah, originally that, that's what it started out as just shock therapy and straight jackets. And of course, after a while that stopped working and that's when the mm-hmm. lobotomy started. Who do you think invented the lobotomy? I like, how do you remember. think that came to fruition you think somebody fell on an ice pick and like it fixed their brain somehow and they're like oh let's start doing this to patients i don't know i I know i talked about it in one of the other asylums that i did but i can't remember who who oh yeah you did yeah we did go over that why they thought it would ever help i don't know i guess because you then become like creative vegetable i don't like this worked they're cured no shit sherlock they're fucking brain dead (laughs) like what the fuck (sighs) So, in 1939, the medical community was looking for a permanent fix to the crisis of mental health facilities. And by this time, this hospital now housed 2,360 patients. Jesus. Within 1939, 278 people died in that hospital. Oh my gosh. Still doesn't come close to old Lewis over there. No. Nope. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but um for some reason and I can't remember it, the medical like medical science thought lobotomies were a cure for insanity and that's what they started doing. I still like what the fuck? That's insane. Oh, hang on. Yeah. All right. So Visitors to the hospital in the early 1940s reported that any patient that went underwent a lobotomy treatment either wandered aimlessly through the halls of the hospital or they just stared at walls. Okay. Other patients just walked around in a drug hellish daze and no one would let them leave and held them against their will. Jeez. So... Due to a lack of funding and the news of the torture, most of the hospital was shut down in 1969. So from the 1940s, so another almost 30 years, it took them to finally start shutting the hospital down. Not only that, but they stopped getting funding. So they weren't able to maintain the building or get new Uh. staff. But the patients are still there. Eventually, the Danvers Lunatic Asylum was shut down in 92. Um, A lot of People like in the area petitioned to uh, keep it as like a historic monument type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sold out to some company in 2007 and they demolished like the wings of the building, but they kept <gasps> the main structure. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a way to 
keep it as a monument, but like make yeah. use of the land, however, whatever way. Um, so in 2007, it was repurposed as a residential apartment by one company. And there were so many complaints about the structures being just like shittily put together mm-hmm. that it was bought out two more times. And now it's like this huge, like luxury, futuristic apartment. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that still stands, which I think would be fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the majority of the structures were demolished, it said that the residual energy and tortured spirits remained and that the land is to be cursed by those who were tortured during the witch trials. Yeah. Um, some of the things I did find that were like ghastly, I guess, uh, is well, and the and this weird little tidbit is during the 1980s. 115 patients that were mostly of, like, teenager age disappeared within three months, like, of being at the asylum. Because I guess they were still kind of taking people between 69 and 92 Mm -hmm. before they demolished it or shut it down. Um, The bodies were never found, and the staff won't say where they went. All that (sighs) they would tell people coming to ask for those teens where they had been assigned to a new doctor, but they were never told where... Like, if they move to a different hospital, like, it just, what the fuck? So, oh 115 of those teens are just gone. <sighs> but imagine never finding the bodies. I can exp- I can tell you how they didn't find the bodies. You dissolve that shit. Nope, they ate them. Ew. They're struggling for funding. I People gotta eat. Of that. Ew. <sighs> Okay, and back to Someone the got a toenail. <laughs> Someone got some toes. God. We'll just, uh... Either that or they... Well, no, there's no construction, so... Oh, like legit phalange fingers. Mm, today we're having uh. steak fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. Um... So, in 2007, after it was bought, a mysterious fire engulfed a portion of the hospital. The thing about this was it was seen all the way in Boston, which is 17 miles away. Holy shit. That was a a fire. Yeah. Just a portion of the hospital. Not the whole damn thing. Just a section. Wow. Uh, The damage was so intense that it was just the fragile, like, crispy burnt bricks that remained. Of course, that got torn down, but. Um, there are two cemeteries on the acreage. Most of them, like most of that, is within the woods, like the wooded area, uh, far, far away from where the now apartments stand. Okay. There are approximately 770 bodies buried between the two. Wow. At one point, only like most of the headstones contained just patient numbers. There were no names associated with it. But in 98, uh, the Danvers State Memorial Committee and a mental health advocacy advocate, yep, nailed it. Group nailed it. Composed mm-hmm. of former patients of this hospital. Oh wow! Uh, they wanted to find the names of the people that had been buried anonymously. Uh, and then by two thousand and two, they succeeded in identifying the names of over three quarters of the patients. Oh wow! And they Good erected, for them. Yeah, they created the new headstones and replaced the numbered ones. And then they uh, made, like, a giant memorial, like, commemorating all of the patients that were there. Wow. There you go. And that was just because they couldn't identify the name to the grave number. 
Oh, okay. So those names are just on that memorial. Okay. Um, a lot of visitors, like people that just tour the property or ghost enthusiasts, report hearing screaming, banging sounds, crying, and wailing when visiting the property. Most of this happens around the graveyard area, but you know, like you got to remember it was 500 acres of building. Yeah. Um, they also note various apparitions near and in the cemeteries. Um, most of the times it looks like the spirits are, like the apparitions are aggressive or angry. Like, and some people, I read a couple of things, like some people say that the apparitions come like barreling at them and then disappear. Oof. So like, what the fuck? No, thank you. It's psychiatric problems even after... Probably. in the in the afterlife either that or like just think like you weren't actually mentally unstable but yet you were being tortured Treated. and yeah. like some doctors actually believed they were doing good others yeah. were just being weird mad scientists but like some of them thought that they were doing good and in reality they were just fucking torturing the shit out of people yeah um visitors often Report seeing deep black shadows that just kind of move about the property. Um, others report gray mists that move around slowly. Uh, and then some people say that they've seen mists following people throughout the whole site. Oh. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are believed to be just like patients that went through lobotomies, like the ones that just kind of mosey around. Um, like just residual energy of them. But it also says that sometimes in the cemetery, they'll capture disembodied voices. Ooh. And I tried to find those. Like, I wanted to hear them so bad. Like, <laughs> I wonder what these assholes are saying. Like, even in death, they're still probably pretty pissed off. Um, the cool thing about this hospital is that it's been the inspiration for a lot of, like, horror movies. Um, H.P. Lovecraft used it for the Arkham Sanitarium, so all of Batman's evil villain people, so that's his inspiration. Um, okay. It was also a setting for a demon movie called Session 9. I don't think I've seen it, but I almost want to see it. And then there are a lot of, like, books and lore written, as well as biography of some of the patients and... Like, some of the staff have written, okay. like, novels or books about it. Could you imagine? Oh. But, like, imagine, I tried also, like, looking up the apartment, because it's now called something else. I, like, just, like, are your apartments haunted? I know you've been gutted and restructured, but, like, the building itself still remains. Yeah. Oh, you know that them, them bitches are getting haunted. Yeah, so, like, why are there no reportings or of of that? Like, why can't I read that? I just want to read the complaint. Well, you said it was, like, a luxury more of ritual. a luxury, upper-class. They ain't gonna talk. They probably just... What? Rich people love talking about dumb shit. Yeah, that's, uh... You know they're haunted. Maybe they're, like, the uppity-ups and... I don't know. But... Yeah, they also are into a lot of weird shit too. So maybe they have like cleansed their area and kept the ghosts at bay. Either that, or they pay a lot of money to have like Ouija board specialists come in so they can yeah. commune with the dead. Mm -hmm. You're right. Which rich people are into weird shit. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys are enjoying it. <laughs> 
That's crazy. That's my story. And that's awesome, though. While doing this research, I found that there are like there were hundreds of these things just within the northeastern portion of the United States. Like so, psych hospitals. Yes. Wow. And they were all like to ginormous scales. Wow. The whole fucking country was crazy at that point. Well, yeah. What the fuck? I mean, you would go crazy, too, if you had absolutely nothing to do all day but stare at a wall and get shocked. Or a spike through the eye. Or a spike through the eye. How does that even I think I'd fight the spike through the, the eye. Fuck, man. No, because they would sedate you. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, there, there you go. Ah. <sighs> Oh, Lewis and psych hospitals. Story, story, lesson learned. Don't live in Massachusetts if you don't want to be called a witch or psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it. <sighs> Murders, That's crazy. Toes and ghosties. Nailed it. You always do. <laughs> He's so excited. I know. <laughs> Well, look, I'll go after you. So I don't have to go after you. Thanks. We're almost done. And then we'll do the focaccia. Say bye. He's singing in his computer room. I was just waiting for him to bust through the door again. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Back on Not the bad. No. Your, your stories are always so much better. But it's probably because, you know, I, I find mine right before we record. <laughs> it's not that they're better. It's just I have... Eight tabs open. Oh, geez. And I find all the little nuances that are different, and then I just incorporate. And yeah, I didn't go into the full blown history, which I usually do, but like there's a whole page I have on here is just the history who was in charge of it, all that good jazz. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, mine. uh... Oh, Lewis. And his toes. Lewis and toes. But those poor kids, so many of them too. Like they had their whole lives ahead of them, but instead you took it from them. Yeah. And then only had to serve 22 years. Less than 22 years. That's what's up. Oh, well, anyway. Anywho. Uh, We're back, guys. So thanks for uh, patiently waiting for us to get our shit together and <laughs> <laughs> record another one. Um, I've been trying to keep up with the socials. You've been doing a good job. I've been okay. straight slacking. So I, I'm doing what I can. I have not done next week, but I will get that done. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Oh, you can find us on the socials, all the dot coms, all the dot coms, uh, coffee, cash, chatter.com. Uh, We've got fun little links you can click on for merch. You can see our links for the podcast and pictures for what we're talking about. Um, Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord. If you'd like to help support us, you can uh, join Patreon or we have uh, PayPal and Cash Cash App. Motherfucking Cash App. Yeah. And all that can be found on our website as well. Um, that's I all I got. It. Yes. Still got it. 
right, guys. Until right. next time. Bye. Bye.